You are listening to episode 189 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark Darrow, and I'm joined today as usual by my co-host here inside of Three Stream Studios, Mr. Jonathan Hayes and Mr. Brad Brown. It is a new year, so happy new year to everyone listening. It is now 2024, the year of our Lord. Do, do you guys find that the older we get, the faker the years sound? Just like 2024, it just doesn't even sound real. It's like, what? what is that? What I want to know is what everyone did on New Year's Eve. What kind of crazy shenanigans... Did anyone go to New York City? What'd you guys do? We celebrated with New York City. We we rang in the Eastern Time Zone New Year and called oh. it a night. <laughs> yeah, I uh, let's see, what did I do? We went to Glow Wild at the Birmingham Zoo. I won tickets to the event. It's like something that of they do. Of course you did. I won. How, how did Instagram. you win these tickets? Instagram uh, con competition contest. And we went to that, took the boys to that, uh, not to knock the zoo or anything, but, you know, I used to go a lot. When Moses was little, we had a membership. We would go a lot, really enjoyed going to the animals and all that stuff. And they used to do this thing during Christmas time called Zoo Light Safari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I changed it a few years ago to Glow Wild. And um, Is there a big difference? I mean, the thematically it feels similar well it's weird because like they still do a lot of christmas lights and the train still yep. runs and all that stuff but i i don't really know maybe it's more safari but once again zoo light safari was the name of the the previous iteration nonetheless we went on new year's eve because we saw that on new year's eve they do a special ball drop for the kids at 6 p.m so we're like okay this is great we can celebrate the new year with the children early as jonathan just mentioned that you want to do that with your kids you don't want to stay up till midnight and i must say the ball drop left much to be desired (laughs) i'm shocked uh, was, it, was, it, was it a basketball? Now, <laughs> there's a beautiful new entrance at the zoo. Yeah. It's been a while since I had been, but beautiful entrance. Mm-hmm. And there's a second floor on this entrance, and so everyone's inside of the zoo waiting for at 6 p.m. for this thing to happen. And there's a worker on the second floor uh, without a microphone or anything, and he's holding a giant, curious, George-looking stuffed animal. And he gets up, he's on the second floor, and he's talking to all the kids. I really hope that what I'm imagining is going to happen is what <laughs> happens. He's got no mic, and he's like, all right, you guys ready to count down? Let's start at 10, okay? I'm like, what? This is the th- There's like no music, no anything. I'm like, okay, this is the thing. And then we start going, 10, 9. And as he does that, he slowly lowers the stuffed animal monkey. From the second floor, and then there's a handler on the on the first floor waiting for the monkey to come down, the stuffed animal monkey, and it, and that was the ball drop. Wow! They and sh- I was so upset. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Number one, I'm so glad we didn't pay for this because it was not cheap to go. No. Like number one, I'm so glad we didn't pay for this, and then number two, what a disappointment. What if they would have gotten a real monkey and would have dropped a real monkey? Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing this guy. I wasn't imagining the slow 
monkey drop. I was imagining him like throwing this curious George thing off the second floor and all the children. Like a bo- no! like a, a like a bouquet at a wedding. <laughs> yes, Jordan and I had a lovely dinner at around six thirty. I decided at about five PM I was like, you know what? I'm a grown adult. What do I want to do for this New Year's Eve? Rules be darned. I'm not going to follow them. So I went to the grocery store and I bought a steak. There you go. And we ate steak and said Happy New Year at about 6.30. I think I went to bed around 8.45. I was exhausted. Mm. And so was she. So, But I think our daughter woke up. Around midnight yeah, so. for the new year. Yeah, yeah. So that she was just lovely. didn't want y'all to so miss you guys it. Are she in. was not very happy. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, nonetheless, man. that was it. So yeah, 2024 starting off strong. <laughs> well, did anybody get in? Not to move us backwards too far, but anybody sure. anybody get anything they want to share about for Christmas? I don't know. John Mark, you don't have like a new family member in the booth with us right now, do you? I do. I've got a special new member of the DeRoe family. Everyone give a warm welcome for Bruce Rickenbacker DeRoe. Bruce. 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 So calm. Bruce is so chill. uh, Named after one of my favorite coaches, Bruce Pearl, (laughs) uh, Final Four (laughs) coach, the only Final Four coach in the state. Yeah. So yeah, interesting uh, stat there. We <laughs> so so we love Bruce. Uh, we we got a yeah we got a black golden doodle uh, right before Christmas time, and uh, yeah, it's just how 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 are the boys doing? They love they love him. Moses has always wanted a black dog. I, I just met Bruce like three minutes ago, yeah. and I love him. Yes, he's very he's, chill. He's, I want him to come hang in my office. He's very Bruce chill. can hang with me. Yeah, so I'm going to be bringing him here into the office. So uh, if you want to stop by and see see the dog, see the puppy. He's about four months old right now. He's going to be huge. His paws are massive. Uh, he's only four months old. But if you want to come by and say hello to Bruce. He's four months old, and he looks like he ate both mine and Brad's dogs. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. so remind me, remind me. So you guys have many doodles, golden so, doodles? Mine is yes. a miniature golden doodle. His is right. a miniature Mine's toy. A toy, yes. So mine F1 is supposed to BB. come in at around 20 pounds, and Brad's is supposed to come in at around 10 pounds. Mine does come in at around 20 pounds. How much does Oxford weigh? Oxford's actually 17 pounds. Good night. So that Bruce, dog. Bruce is already so. at like 50 pounds already. Oh my <laughs> <word>. <laughs> actually, I don't know if it's that much. It may be like 40 or something like that. Well, and Ashley told right. me that he is sleeping in the bedroom with you guys. Yeah. So I <laughs> yes, can't wait till he gets full size. Oh, my word. What are we going to do? I don't John know. Mark's going to be that, on the couch. We're going to need that California king size bed, I think, at that point. Uh, yeah, so that's that was a big uh, Christmas present for the whole family. What about you guys? That's good. You know, for me, I got a lot of different things related to smoking meats. I didn't know what you were going to say. I know. I, like, I was like, smoke, smoking what? What are you smoking, smoking cigars, over there? Cigars, pipes. Smoking uh, meats, brisket, pork, it's not ribs. Le- it's not so you just here yet, chicken. So you got... Meats or like things? So no accessories. accessories. Okay. Yes, because there is a whole world, as you can imagine. And one of the things I'm very excited about uh, is bear claws. Do we have a bear sound? <laughs> bear, bear claws, like when you say bear claw, I think bear donuts. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say the pastry. 
bear claws. No, you it, you use them to rip pulled pork apart. So when you get your pork butt, it's hot. You know, some people just take their hands and go at it. But no, I was marketed these bear claws in which you can tear the meat apart. And so I'm just getting wow. ready to get into. This is why he has a dog named Oxford. <laughs> I'm just getting ready to get into this pork. So they're off Amazon. Thousand something reviews, you know, so we'll see. I might use them and return them, but. That's what I'm excited about. Oh Jonathan, what about you? Uh, well, guys, um, I have a Christmas present that is actually out for delivery right now. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's, it, it was is January 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> it was Holly's Christmas present to me, and okay, it's, okay. Uh, it's out for delivery. Oh. Um, and will arrive at my, my house today. Hey. Oh wow! A, he showed a picture of it. I got a new acoustic guitar. It's a pink guitar. It is bright pink. pink. Oh my gosh! Wow! It's not. It's pink. a pink flying V. So there's Electric. a story I can tell y'all later. It's not interesting enough for the podcast. What kind of guitar is that? It's a D'Angelico. Oh, very cool. Um, so I'm I'm excited about it. I can tell you guys more about it later. Now, Jonathan, when would you Jonathan's play guitar? Right? Up a when, studio. Yeah. In his when house. would you play guitar right now? <laughs> You guys got the drums. I'm you got telling the, you, man. You got the electric now. It was a big musical Christmas at my house. You so. got the amps, the pedal boards. <laughs> Levi. So I I played guitar for a very long time. Shades is actually the first church I've ever been at where I wasn't involved somehow in worship ministry. And it makes sense, right? Because I was always involved in like youth and college and stuff like that before. Um, but uh, but I So I just hadn't played in a long time until I started teaching Levi to play. And teaching Levi to play revived my love of playing, and so I've gotten back into it. And Asher has been wanting to learn how to play drums for a long time. And drums was yeah. my first instrument. I was not any good at it, but good enough to teach him, like, a couple of basic things. So I'd already started working with him a little bit. He got an electronic drum set for, for Christmas and is actually doing really, really great. And Solomon, not to be left out, uh, decided <laughs> he wanted a bass guitar, which he got, a miniature bass guitar. Uh, Solomon, you know, will eventually maybe <laughs> learn to play <laughs> bass guitar, but it's enough for him to participate right now. I'll send you some bass clips that <laughs> you can show him that are pretty cool. Oh. No, it's fun. I mean, I'm listen, we're working on the first three notes of Smoke on the Water right now, okay? Uh, there you go. a great place to start. On. So, but, uh, but yeah, so it's been a fun, loud, loud Christmas around the Hafe's house. Talitha is excited. So speaking of Christmas presents mm-hmm. showing up today, yeah. Her the Christmas present she was most excited about she gets to experience for the first time today, and that is she's taking some tumbling lessons. Hey, oh, hey! So she's that's been, cool. Yeah, she's been all all about it, looking up YouTube videos, teaching herself how to do back bends and all that kind of stuff. Wow! And so, yep. So she's super stoked. Starts tonight, but yeah, man, Christmas, Christmas, New Year's. <sighs> It's happened. Yeah. We all survived. Here we, we are. It. We all survived it. I did get the stomach bug over Christmas. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Benier was lot sick. Of people got sick. People There's don't so know the behind the around. scenes that happen sometimes. So uh, last Sunday, the thirty first, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. New Year's uh, Eve one day. of our elders, Andrew Thompson. We was, had a plan. Yeah, we did. He for was, months. He we was slotted to preach. Uh, Brad had painstakingly met with him and written his sermon for him. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, we uh, Andrew was going to preach, and then Andrew got sick. Yep. And I was out on vacation, and so Brad naturally becomes the backup. Right. And then Brad goes down. I went down hard. <laughs> so hard. Oh, Terrible. So, 
thankfully, uh, Eric Venable was Eric able, Venable to, to step was able to step in. Eric Venable was able to step in. It was great having him. He did a wonderful job. I was really encouraged by him. That's awesome. That's awesome. So there's a little behind the scenes. A little behind the scenes. But, yeah, a lot of, sick, lot of sickness going around. Oh, apparently. Yes. So. Well, gentlemen, do we have any normal shenanigans we need to take care of? Do we need to do a sports break? I mean. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. And Jordan Yarbrough <laughs> immediately started fast-forwarding right Care- now. Careful, John Mark. Careful. <laughs> Sorry, did I sound too excited? I don't know. You're wearing an Auburn Tiger sweater. <laughs> is there a reason for that? Well, this is just my well, normal garb. Why now. is there Why is there I, toilet paper all I, over this studio? <laughs> I got this sweatshirt for Christmas. Ashley got it for me. Uh, well, yeah, let's do a quick sports break. Sports break. So <laughs> there's a lot of things happening in the sports world right now. Uh, over the weekend, let's start with Saturday real quick. So Saturday was a very uh, it was a rough day. If you're an Auburn Tiger, speaking of. Uh, no doubt about it. Auburn played in the Music City Bowl, which is sort of like, you know, just one of these, one of the 35 bowl games that get played around this time of year. And they award all the six-win teams. They say, hey, you won six games, so go to a bowl game, you know, take your team to another city and go play. You know, I will so say. I'm, I'm, a, I'm new, you know, trying to re-enter the world of college football here recently. That's right. So six games, that's here, all you have to win to get to a bowl Can game. I just, yeah, and just yes. as an aside, Jonathan, I, 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 college football is my favorite sport. I love college football. But college football is one of the dumbest sports ever. <laughs> Realistically speaking, there is a lot about it that makes no sense. And I'm not going to go too long on this. But just as an example, there wasn't even a true championship game in college football until like 1999. Wow. So think about that for a second. The way that you used to award champions was they would just play random bowl games, and then the next day the press would vote for who was number one. The press voted? Yes, and that's how you won a national championship. (laughs) And so what would happen is – all these teams throughout all the years, some random person would have a did poll. You get, did you get, like, a ring and a oh, trophy? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Could, you give yourself a trophy, give yourself a <laughs> ring, whatever you want to do. So There was you no know, bias, though, was there? Danny down the street, not Danny Peoples, but just Danny anybody <laughs> just could have clear. a poll. He could have his own poll and say, this is my, 20, my top 25 teams. I'm going to tell you who's number one. And then the school would go, oh, well, Danny from down the street, he voted us number one, <laughs> so we can give ourselves a trophy. That's how... <laughs> That's how things in college football worked for so long. I really want a trophy that says from Danny down the street. (laughs) Obviously, I'm being a bit facetious, but the reality is it's true. It's like a Netflix documentary right now. So college football, one of the dumbest sports ever, but I love it so much. It's it's my favorite thing. But they do a lot of dumb things, and one of the things they do is they have these bowl games. It's usually all about money, but it does give – your players extra practice time and you get to go to a city a location and go play an extra game and so yeah so Auburn won six games what they played Maryland how many games in Maryland won probably six or seven seven something like that I think so similar teams Maryland just mopped the the floor with with Auburn it was just it had was a day. very very bad yeah uh, so that's what happened on Saturday all then- these Maryland fans I know <laughs> are just rubbing it in my face <laughs> I don't think I know it do you know really hard to know? know I don't no. Like zero connection. I've been to Maryland one time, so. Yeah. Uh, I have twice. two to maybe buy twice. a van. That's a story. 
that's right. That's right. Uh, but then on Monday, the big games happened, and th- this is the college football playoff, which once again, kind of weird because weird. instead of just winning games <laughs> like you're supposed to and then get into the playoff, there's a group of people that have never coached before that decide who gets into the games. Once again, college football. Sounds like the it's most, based off the electoral college system. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> sport ever. But they did choose four teams, and both games happened to be both great games. Both great games. Which is Gotta, you which can be rare. That's what you want. Because sometimes in the semifinals, there's been some blowouts over the years, and so they got two great games. That's right. And the first of those was the Michigan Wolverines, the number one team that came in with all this scandal around oh, cheating, yes. and Jim Harbaugh got suspended for a couple of games he yeah. couldn't coach. And then you have the Alabama Crimson Tide, who you know has been on this you know epic dynasty run of the last That's fifteen right. years with Nick Saban. And you know, I'm, I mean, everybody listening knows knows about Alabama, so we live in Alabama, and uh, they faced each other—the four seed versus the one seed—and it was an epic game. And Michigan, the Wolverines from the Big Ten, pulled it off in overtime, twenty-seven to twenty. Brad, wow! Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit the the uh, scratch there. Um, so, Brad, what did you think about the game? Well, John Mark. In moments like these, you have to be very cautious, especially when you're an Auburn fan, because there are ample opportunities for Alabama fans to step on us, you know, when we're down. Yeah. But what's happened is I've become so numb and dead inside (laughs) because I've been down for so long and I've been stepped on by so many different people. Yeah. So let me just say that. My spirits were lifted a little bit on Saturday night because... Monday. Monday night, yes. I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Because... My and this is where all messed up. I, I know. And this, you know, really reveals my heart because people that I love and care about <laughs> were deeply suffering. And I think it brought joy because for a second, people that I love and care about were experiencing what I experience every day of my life. <laughs> Can I tell you something amazing about the the symmetry sometimes, the way that, that life just falls into place in different ways? So 10 years ago in 2013, Auburn uh, loses a game early in the season, goes on this historic run, has a miracle play to beat their rival right. that, that propels them into the championship and then ultimately going to the national right. championship. And then they lose a heartbreaker in the Rose final, Bowl. Final drive in the Rose the Bowl. On the final drive in the Rose Bowl in California mm-hmm. to Florida State. And then 10 years later, wow. Al- look at Alabama. They lose an early game in the season. Mm-hmm. Nobody, then everybody counts them out. They think they're they're done. That's right. And yep. then they, they, they Who's go Who's the on starting a, quarterback? Right. Who should even, it be? Right. They go on an epic run. And it takes a miracle play to beat their rival. Mm-hmm. And they that propels them into the playoff game. And then they lose in the Rose Bowl. Wow. Ten years later. Wow. Uh, to Michigan on the final play of the game. It's almost so. like a master providential poet is writing this story. Yes, our <laughs> Alabamian idols are crushed before us. Uh, yeah. Did it give you a flicker of eschatological hope, Brad? <laughs> It did. But I am, in all seriousness, I am, you know, for my Alabama brethren. It's painful. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, 
I thought that Michigan really played really well, and I think the narrative has kind of been this narrative of like, well, Alabama lost the game or they didn't play as well. And I, I, I do mm. want to say I feel like we're not giving credit where credit's due because Michigan's defense is pretty good, and they show they they disrupted Milrow early. It's true, and even even with that, Michigan made a lot of mistakes. I okay. must say that were not caused by Alabama. The the dropped the muffed punt returns twice, almost at the end of the game, could have lost the game for them. I I think what missed I missed field goal, missed extra point. <laughs> think about how many things that Michigan did to try to to give away the game that were really unforced errors. You I, know, I think what I love, John Mark, is how you just brought up the fact that we as human beings we can't just lose, right? Yeah, we have to do something <laughs> to make it better. And so, for some reason, it yeah. feels better to say, "Gosh, you know what? Our team we just, just lost. We just it. lost the game." Because then like, that doesn't make any sense. Because then, because <laughs> then it makes you feel. And I've done this before. It's like, no, we're still better than yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still better. I know it. I can hold that. But you know, just having to face the the pain of loss. It's, it's tough. It's tough. There's got to be some explanation, and we know some, it well. Yeah, some reason. Right. Some answer. Someone to fire. Yeah. Someone that shouldn't be getting I mean, paid ten million dollars. I think what you're feeling is an echo that we all know there is something wrong with the world, and there has to be a reason. Yeah, there you go. There has mm, to be to bring a it home, Pastor. There has to be an answer. Wrong. My goodness. My my my. Well, yes. that's the speaking of my my my. I got one last. Are, yeah. are we done with sports break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We right, should be. <laughs> we definitely should be. Yeah, right. yeah, I have one last little New Year announcement. Um, and that is we had the good Dr. Robert Smith preach here last year. That's right. Yeah. And one of the things I announced that we learned upon him being here was that Crossway would be publishing an audio Bible with Dr. Smith reading it. That is now available. Now, you can get access in one of two ways. Uh, through the – you can go to, to the – ESV's website or the ESV app or what have not, and you can subscribe. Uh, I think it's you get a seven-day free trial, and then it's like $20 a year or something like that. And you get access to more than just Dr. Smith. They have Jackie Hill Perry uh, reading. They Ray have Orland. Chris, Ray Ortland, Kristen Getty. There's, there, I think there's a few others. Um, now, if you go that way, the, the cool thing about that is you can obviously you can have Dr. Smith read any passage of the Bible to you at any moment, anytime, anywhere. Um, but there is a free route, yep. and the free route is anywhere that you get podcasts, wherever you're getting this one, just search Chronological Bible Reading Plan Robert Smith, and published every day is that day's reading. So you can't just, you know, I want to hear Dr. Smith read Romans 8 to me right now. You can't just skip to that, obviously. Yep. But you can follow along over the course of this year, which I have been doing already. It's how I've been starting my days. And guys, I got to tell you, there's something about starting your day with a – it's only like 10 to 15 minutes, but with like 10 to 15 minutes of the good Dr. Smith reading Scripture to you. My goodness. It, yeah. What a treat. So – I have it downloaded. Just go check it out. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, today we are going to spend a little time uh, looking back at the previous year do we want to do an album or a book, or should we just go right into – I think we go the right in. we just go right into it. So – 2023, a year in review. We do this every year. It's usually the first episode we come out with. And uh, <clears throat> I've got some fun Shades Midweek stats if we want to start there. You, All you guys right, start let's there? do it. Yeah. So, you know, if you guys remember last year, we have this new machine 
called the Shades Midweek Data Cruncher. That's right. Uh, the sounds that it makes. Yeah, and so sometimes we get it out. Every once in a while, we use it a lot for the the uh, taco truck That's right. uh, thing that we did, mm-hmm. whenever that was. was yep. that, that wasn't this year, right? It was was not, that last it, year? It's all a blur. I think it's every year. I think, it's, I think, I think it was last year. I can't remember. Maybe a listener can remind me when we ended that thing. But uh, but we got out of the Shades Midweek Data Cruncher. It needed some work, some yep. maintenance. Mm-hmm. We, we some got, oil. We got the maintenance in, and uh, it's ready to go. So let's let's go to the Shades Midweek Data Cruncher. I think it's got some new buttons. All right. So Love that sound. 2023 Shades Midweek saw 7.4 thousand downloads. Wow, which is go. right on par with 2023. I went or 2022. I went and looked back, and uh, same amount of downloads, just about. So, wow. Yeah, just okay. right, right in that range there. So we're not growing, but we're also not dying. Well, yeah, we're just kind of on a. <laughs> We've plateaued, we've as it we've were. We've really plateaued. We're on a steady pace. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with the fact that we market this to strictly our church. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. Really not an audience outside Well, that was some mediocre news. <laughs> Thanks, John Mark. Hey, but I will say our peak month with 827 downloads in one month was October. Wow. October. Huh. Yeah. Now i got to start lots thinking of Hall- what episodes we had. Lots of Halloween episodes. Lots of Halloween episodes. Very interesting. Mm, All right. Kind of spooky, if you ask me. Oh my word. All right. We do this every year. Uh, I want you guys to name the top five countries that we've been most downloaded. We obviously know what number one is, so why don't you guys give, a, give us a guess on that. Okay, number one, the United States of America. Yep, that's right. The United <laughs> States. I was going to do a drum roll, but then I decided there's not much drama there. The United States, 7,182 downloads. All right, what do you think was number two? Wait, wait, we had how many total for the year? 7.4 7. thousand. Yeah, <laughs> and 7. that, was, that was 7.1 of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, um, I'm going to say let's go Poland. Poland. Poland, that's I, correct. I got there first. <laughs> 62 downloads from Poland. All right, thank you, Josh McClunk. <laughs> That means they listened to more episodes than we actually recorded, so they may have listened to some <laughs> some backlogged episodes. Wow. Yeah, oh, or okay. maybe Josh, or maybe is, Meg Josh and Josh have separate word. devices. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. All right, uh, third third country. Want to take a guess? Uh, um, Thailand. We got any Thai? Nope. Dog. Uh, London. London That's is not, not a country, country Brad. But, uh, <laughs> in but, my but England, no Canada. Okay, Canada actually comes in at number four. There we go. Wow. With 39 downloads. Hmm. Canada. I'm, I'm going to tell myself oh, that Har- that's the Harpers. The Harpers, maybe? That's what I'm going to tell myself. Uh, number three and number five. You guys got any guesses? What countries? Mexico. Uh, wait, can we get... Ukraine. Can we get the continent? Uh, yeah, Europe. Europe. Uh, For both of them. Greece. As long as I know my geography. Germany. <laughs> yes, Germany. Germany. Hey, hey. Germany. Wow, it took me a while to register <laughs> that you got it right. <laughs> 42 downloads. They were number three. Germany there beat out go. Canada. Italy. Uh, that is incorrect. So we're looking for our fifth and final Austria. country. Belgium. France. France. Spain. It was Spain. Hey. Spain. Hey, 
guys. Thank Should've you. Should have gone Spain, Spain way earlier. Only four downloads. Just love to know. Spain. Love to know. What are they? Who are you? <laughs> Email in to Were, midweek. Was it a shades person it's on a shades trip? Melody. Like, what's what is that? Oh, yeah, someone was backpacking across Spain. I know. I don't well, know. we we do have Camino, we maybe? do have a German uh, member. That's right. You know, so uh, Debbie Atchison. Uh, so maybe oh. they were on a trip. <laughs> Told where where she listened to 42 episodes. She wanted to be <laughs> You have to listen to this episode about Auburn football. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's some fun stats about our episodes. We had 47 total episodes that we recorded last year. So we missed a few weeks in the 52-week year. Pretty darn good, though. Pretty good. 47, especially given the fact that... This is not know, our full-time gig. Yeah. You've got Christmas, Thanksgiving. You've got holidays in there. Yep. All right. Uh... 57 hours and 28 minutes of podcasting. Wow. wow. Now, that doesn't include the seconds. I didn't I didn't want to have to tabulate all the seconds because I, I would have to, the way that I had to Man, do there it could was be a whole. Just, there could be a whole. There could other, be a few minutes. Yeah. I'd say there's probably, totally. any, probably anywhere from 10 to 15 more minutes. You could have just know. put it in our machine that I already forgot the name of. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. Uh, that's uh, 3,448 minutes of Shades Midweek in wow. 2023. The wow. average episode was 73.362 minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's right. At like that feels about hour right. 15. That yeah. feels about right. Yeah. We did uh, 12 Meet a Member episodes. David Reese, Ashley DeRoe, Reggie and Sandra Edie, Miranda Cox, Scott Ledbetter, Melanie Fincher, Tommy hey. Wilson, Patrick Smith, Annabeth Reese, Lizbeth Cerrone Gomez, Adam Nichols, and Joe Lee Coker. Wow. 12 Meet a Member episodes. Nice variety there. I'd say so. Uh, we had a number of special guests last year. This was a big year hmm. for special guest interviews. Really? Uh, we had our oh, first. I got, I got one of them written down here, but okay. We've got. Uh, we had our first meet a listener, and that was Dale and Kim. That's Anthony. right. That was From a big Hope deal. Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Coker. He didn't do a meet a member, but he came and joined us on the uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" That's movie right. podcast. A friend of mine named J. Adam Wesley. He's a musician. He joined me for an episode that I did by myself. Uh, Caleb Stallings joined us uh, for the Donnie Darko episode. Mm-hmm. We had Andy Wolf and Mason Phillips from Hope Church, EFCA uh, yes. Church. They joined us. Uh, Kirk Sowers of the Woodrake Sessions, a musician. I interviewed him one week. Uh, we had Sarah Hirsch. She talked about youth. Mm-hmm. We had the Poland team. Number of people from wow, the Poland lots team. Of people. Can't even name all them. Uh, Justin Gibney of the Ann Campaign. Yeah, that that's was, right. That was, that was a fun. huge one right there. Dr. Carl Beckwith came mm. in and talked about the canonization of the Bible. Liz Sturgeon led our Taylor Swift episode. That's Let's right. not forget yeah. about that. A big one. That was a real big one. Uh, Shay Wall and Chris Bond from Designs for Hope talked about missions and what they do there. Glenn Schreiber of the uh, EFCA. He was our uh, regional district superintendent. Yeah. He, he's he is recently now, retired. He has recently retired, and they have just announced the new uh, Southeastern District Superintendent. Don't ask me his name off the top of my head. <laughs> Uh, he is Mr. Ramirez. That's all I got. I can't remember his oh. first name off the top of my no, head. We got to get memory. him in on the podcast. Uh, we had Matt Watson. He came and talked about church audio. Uh, we love Matt. They, him and his family moved to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, missed them dearly. And then Colin Hansen returned. Ah, the one yes. and the only incomparable Colin Hansen. Dude, wow. you're. Wait, did you say I was I was looking through something that I missed? Did you say Justin? I did. I said Justin. Oh, sorry, we had a whole conversation. Sorry, he had whole. Con- 
I was looking at something on my phone. I apologize. A couple of highlights, more highlights from our episodes. We had three Shade Cinema episodes in wow. 2023. Petite Maman, which was the mm. uh, French film that Patrick yeah. picked. Donnie Darko, it's another Patrick film. Patrick really leading the way. And then It's a Wonderful Life, the film that uh, Nicholas picked for our Christmas, special Christmas edition. Christmas, yeah. It was that's awesome. Right. We had two episodes that were solely focused on missions. We did talk about missions in various other episodes, but like mm-hmm. those were central. We had eight theologically centered episodes and two other pastor facts episodes throughout the year our shortest episode was the global missions poland team it was came in at a 40 minutes there they had a they had a time crunch they had a time crunch it's not that we don't like missions it's just that they had to come in and get out man you guys that's on Uh, them and to show you where our priorities are our longest episode was the taylor swift episode At an hour and 53 minutes, oh nearly my word. two hours, wow. which that may be the longest episode in Shay's midweek history. I'd have to get We'd have back to, get, to you. Put that I, back in the cruncher. Yeah, I don't know. All right, do you guys want to hear the top 10 episodes? And then top I'll, 10. Then I'll be done with all of our, with all of our stuff. Here we go. Top 10. <laughs> oh, number 10, a fun one with 141 downloads, the canonization of the Bible there with Dr. Beckwith. Look at Dr. Beckwith, yeah. That were Midwestern you, charm. Were, were you was, here for that? That was during your sabbatical, wasn't it? It was, and I listened to it because I was like, I can't believe they got Dr. Beckwith on the podcast. I got some pool. And it did not disappoint. Number nine with 143 listens. Meet a member with Mr. Patrick Smith. Hey, the man behind the movie. He's a popular guy. That Patrick. All right, let's move on. Here we go. Sorry, I have to change some things here to go back and forth between the drum roll and the applause. Number eight. Episode 146, a meet a member with Adam Nichols. Hey. He came in at number eight, 148 downloads. People loving the meet a member. Yeah, they wanted more popular than Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll do you you one better. Coming in at number seven, Shade Cinema, Petite Maman. Wow. Speaking of Patrick Smith. (laughs) Patrick on the rebound. (laughs) <laughs> and this has turned into a cage match between Adam Nichols and Patrick Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of a surprising one. Very 155 interesting. downloads. That it's was not a well-known film. Seven. No, but dude, I I really enjoyed yeah. that whole process. The, I enjoyed the it watching too. the film and the the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't come up with the word. Number six. Here's some theology for you. Spiritual gifts, tongues. Hey, right. Wow. Not a shocker there. A little 155. controversy. 155 We downloads? just need to yeah. do some more controversial episodes. That's right. All right. Another meet a member coming in here at number five, episode 163. Tommy Wilson. Hey, Tommy. 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 Love Tommy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're, cr- we're in the top five now. Theology, very popular. Oh, what, were you going to say something, Brad? The nope. suspense is killing me. Number four, what are spiritual gifts? There we go. Oh. Yeah. What are they? 168 downloads. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. I don't know either. It was just well-timed, I guess. Number three. This was my least favorite episode. Brad Brown is back. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. Number three, man. 190 downloads. Why, Why does that hey, get I, number three? I got on the podium, man. This is ridiculous. Jonathan's upset. 
It got more than the spiritual gifts. Everyone wanted to know about my spiritual awakening. Oh, my word. (laughs) All right, number two. Another meet a member. Annabeth Reese. Hey, hey, no doubt. 210 downloads. Deaconess Reese. It's that, right. it's that librarian pull. So close to taking home the gold. <laughs> and the gold goes to... Numbers don't lie. I hate it. The Taylor Swift episode <laughs> with Liz Sturgeon. <laughs> how, many, how many downloads? 225. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Word. Man, oh. nearly nearly a hundred more than the canonization of the Bible. So. What I love, oh what so, I love, so is basically that what I've learned is either we have to go controversy <laughs> or we have to sell out. Like the, it's the, the Taylor those Swift. Those are the ways. It's the Taylor Swift effect, man. It's it the doesn't Taylor Swift effect. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I li- to be honest, I don't think I thought about that podcast at all before we got into the room together. <laughs> But you just put her name on it. It's like the Chiefs, man. I should mean, we, uh, like, cow. from here on out, should we, when we do a theology just, episode, just put her name in, the title. in the title? Taylor Swift. <coughs> the Taylor Theology Swift of the theology. Atonement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pneumatology I mean, hey, but with shout Taylor out, Swift. I will say, shout out to Liz Sturgeon for putting that yes. episode together. Because uh, uh, unlike Brad, she did do she some work before prepared. she got into the booth. She was very professional. And had, a, had a ton of great thoughts. She answered a lot of questions. Uh, she took it very seriously. She did. And uh, so shout out to her. We might have to do a second episode. You know, maybe a follow-up. Give the people what they want. Uh, maybe yeah, well, Liz has a, a different topic she's interested <laughs> in. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a lot. There's a lot of Swifties here at Shades. Yeah, there, there are so. a few. There are a few who are upset that they didn't get called in. I know. Booth. That's what I'm saying. We have to do round two. To voice there. It's their tough. Thoughts. And you know, one one tough thing about cracking the top ten of the episodes is that it's a it's a bit unfair at times because if you if we did an episode in December, well, there's only been one month to get those right, downloads right. up. And the way that our downloads work is it it kind of trickles in over time. Mm, it's right. a domino effect, but it takes a while. And so a lot of these yeah. episodes were kind of earlier in the year. Um, so to anyone that got left out that feels slighted in any way, that maybe the data cruncher didn't come up with the right numbers, just know it was probably because your episode came later. And we can, That's re- right. we can revisit that maybe, maybe next year. We look at all-time stats. I feel, I feel Colin like, Hansen is still number one. I feel like this is episode. really personal for you. <laughs> like, was there someone that you're close to, maybe, who had an episode? Well, Ashley DeRoe <laughs> had an episode in December. In December. And I might add that even in December, she got very close to cracking the top ten. There you so go. She there you go. Feel good about that. That's right. That just over the course of a few weeks, she almost got into that top ten. I'm so. telling you. I'm telling you. I don't I don't doubt her. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull this out. Yeah. Amazing. Uh so that's that's great kind stats. of a year in review for Shades Middle. Thanks, Data Cruncher, for all your hard work. <laughs> the Data Cruncher didn't have time to go over how many emails we had, so that's one kind of glaring thing that I'm missing. Mm. But you know. There we, were a lot. There were a lot and we, we love it. We so. love it. Thank you for writing in. As Brad says, the listener is a part. You're a part of the conversation. conversation. Yeah, it's incomplete without you. Yeah, absolutely. So where do we go from here? Because (laughs) I've got some books and I've got some TV shows. 
Well, so you've got books and TV shows. I've got some movies. You've got some movies. I basically have uh, a couple of highlights from Shades. Well, that's why I was, do we want to end with that, end on a serious note? Well, then we just got to start watching the clock a little bit closer. Oh, yeah. Because I have I a, can fly through this. I got a hard stop. Yeah, I can fly through the I movies, too. I'm not, I'm not giving synopsises and no, me neither. reviews or anything like that. Me neither. All right, Brad. It'll you don't be have to very fly that fast. So we, <laughs> we fly through in like a minute. Okay, so best books. Now, what I did with this was some of these books I've already recommended, but I tried to pick books that came out in 2023 and I read in 2023 which is very challenging but it does help you it's hard to do how many are on this list narrow it down I have I only did five just top five are those the five you read these are the only five books that I read throughout the year okay Can I, I feel like the drum roll really helps there's no order it's such a long drum roll don't do the whole drum roll just start it a little bit okay first the air we the Air We Breathe by Glenn Shrivner. This was a lovely little book. Glenn is basically showing how Christianity has influenced the way our culture sees reality. I thought he said there wasn't going to be a synopsis. That's a sentence. It's like one <laughs> sentence. It's all it was. Trying to lure the reader in I'm to the content. Mark. Oh, okay. Keep going. Uh, okay. <laughs> a famous man once said... Oh, wait. Are you still on the... No, no. This is okay. my intro to the next one. Okay. But you can do the drum roll. A famous man once said, the British are coming. The British are coming. But it's a good thing. Coming in at my next book is The Surprising Rebirth of Belief in God by Justin Brierley. So if you are someone that interacted with the likes of Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens and some of these new atheists, well, this is the book for you. Because some of the most famous atheists of that time are now Christians. <gasps> what? Justin Bradley talks about it in this book, The Surprising Rebirth of Belief in God. I think you'll be encouraged by it. Check it out. Justin Bradley has a wonderful podcast, too. Not as big as ours. <laughs> Actually, it's like a worldwide podcast. It's very big. Although we are worldwide. Coming in at number three, How to Stay Married, the most insane love story ever told by Harrison oh, yeah. Scott Key. That was featured on Bradford's book club. You will laugh. You will cry. You will potentially be depressed at times. Mm. But a book that ultimately I think shows the beauty of the gospel, a vulnerable story of a man uh, whose wife had an affair. Check it out, How to Stay Married. It won tons of awards. I was just talking about it with someone today. Okay, moving on. He's American. A Quiet Mind to Suffer with Mental Illness, Trauma, and the Death of Christ by John Andrew Bryant. John Andrew Bryant talks about his own battles with mental health. He dealt with OCD, among other things, and it is a very powerful, gripping book in which he talks about those three things, mental illness, trauma, and the death of Christ. Check it out. It just came out hot off the press. And finally, finally, The Collected Christian Essentials. I think it's a little overstated, but nonetheless, a Guide to the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. These used to be 
three individual books, part of a series. They Lexum has brought them all into one with a leather-bound book, A Guide to the Ten Commandments by Peter Lightheart, The Apostles' Creed by Ben Myers, and The Lord's Prayer by Wesley Hill. Three reputable scholars writing on these um, uh, different subjects. Check it out. Bo- all three were wonderful, very short, very concise, very powerful reflections on these three things. Those are my books. Wonderful. All for right. the best of 23, all written and read well, in I 2023. Well, I know that Brad loves to watch him some television, just plop himself down on the couch That's like right. a potato and watch some shows. And I have got seven shows for you. Seven? Oh, I like that. I know, it's kind of weird, but... Yeah. Very it Christian. is a very yes biblical yes, number. That's right. Coming yes. in at number seven, not they're not in order. Uh, the Bear oh, on man. FX, American comedy drama uh, about a young award-winning chef who returns to his hometown in Chicago to manage a chaotic kitchen. One of the most stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stressful one. <laughs> one of the most stressful. Has she seen the Christmas episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, coming she was in. Like this is my family. Coming in at number two, <laughs> Feels at Home, HBO series, The Last of Us. Oh, man, was that post-apocalyptic the post-apocalyptic drama? One? Po- zombie one based on, to my knowledge, a video game. And when yeah. I was in seminary, yeah. I actually played this video games with friends, oh, wow. so there might be a little nostalgia. But it's got, what's his name? Uh, he's in everything right now. Uh, Pedro. I'm going to need a little bit more help. Pedro oh. Pascal. Um He's Pascal, like Pascal, Pascal. <laughs> We're terrible. Well, it's got him. Um, yeah, he's everywhere. Yep. Uh, love a love a good zombie show. Coming in next, Fargo season five. Wow. Another FX. Wow. If you haven't seen it, Fargo. It is a dark comedy that nonetheless asks deep questions about humanity. Okay, coming in next. Apple's getting in the game. Oh. Slow Horses with Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. How was that? A uh, new season came out. Did you watch all of these? Bro. Hey, of course he did. <laughs> yeah. So, John, there's only seven. <laughs> when? It's like, it's really not that hard. Yeah, he was on sabbatical. That's right. <laughs> I watched all these during Apparently. sabbatical, 24-7. Uh, kind of a fun, spy-based uh TV show based off series of novels. Check it out. Coming in next, an American comedy murder mystery anthology, The After Party. Did you guys have you guys watched this? No, it's, I haven't heard of it. It's really stupid. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just kind of a fun, stupid mystery TV show. They have a few seasons. Um, the guy on it's super funny. Okay, coming in next, I have a historical drama. HBO, The Gilded Age. Ah. Uh, kind of based on what? Uh, the twenties, I guess. Nope. Eighteen eighty-two. I was not even close. New York City's rigid social scene. Really cool show. Jordan and I watched that together. And last, Great. this will be my number one show. Oh wow! Wowzers! Apple doing it again with Silo. Silo. An American science fiction dystopian drama television series created by Gramios based on a series of novel set in a dystopian future where a community exists in a giant underground silo consisting of 144 levels. Stars Rebecca Ferguson, among others. Check it out. Silo. Jeff, uh, Jeff and I talked a lot about that show. He read the books. 
I love it. That's man, all I got for great, TV shows. Great lists, man. All right, well, I'm going to come in with some movies here. You can see the full list on Letterboxd. These are movies that uh, I watched in 2023 that also were, were released in 2023. So oh, wow. Very much like your books Yeah, and it TV helps shows. really narrow it down. Yeah, absolutely. So these are new movies. I'm going to give you a top ten real quick. Wait, wait, wait. Ten movies? Ten movies. You watched all of these? <laughs> when, John Mark? When? <laughs> when everyone goes to sleep. There's a podcast that I've listened to a couple times. Is these dads. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. Listen, it's these dads, know, and it's called, I think it's called uh, When They Go to Sleep or something like that, and they just talk about movies that they watch after their family goes <laughs> to bed. It's a Christian podcast, too. They've had Andy Squires on. Oh, that's funny. He talked about There Will Be Blood. See, um, I go to sleep before anybody else in my family. <laughs> mm. All right, so real quick, I'm going to give you some movies. It was a great year for film. Uh, I, of course, have not seen all of the great films that have been lauded for 2023, so there's probably going to be some omissions here, some things that I wanted to see that I just haven't had time. I love that preface. Uh, just wanted to let you know. So this list can change. <laughs> uh, but right now, number 10 uh, is a movie that came out actually on Netflix Directed by David Fincher, it's called The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender. It's about an assassin uh, that misses his target and then has to basically, he's on this international manhunt uh, where he's battling like his employers and there's a whole like psychological element to it. It's very different uh, than any type of assassin movie that I've ever seen. Really, really interesting stuff there from David Fincher. Okay, number nine. I saw it. I thought it was cool. This is a dad movie, and that's why I put it in my top ten. Air. The story, oh, I love that. The story. That was great. It's a dad movie. Uh, it's a story about how Michael Jordan signed to Nike, and it's really, really not even mostly about Jordan. It's yeah. really about the behind-the-scenes work of Nike and everything they did had an, a stellar cast with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Jason Bateman, Vi Viola Davis. I mean, just an incredible yep. cast. And Ben Affleck directed it. So I, I really enjoyed it and thought it was just like one of those. It was fun. It's like an easy, fun movie to watch. Yeah. Great story. Yeah, pretty crazy what happened yeah. there. Yeah, done really well. Really All changed right. the industry. Number eight. This was uh, a big deal this summer. Barbie. Directed by Greta Gerwig. If you know what Barbie dolls are, that's kind of what the movie's about. But it goes on a journey to the real world. Now, there's some things. I, I just I, saw it, actually, yeah. like a few days ago. Oh, you just saw it? Because it came out on HBO. Yeah, what'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. it's They built a lot of the set pieces themselves. Yeah, that was so really cool. There's a lot of cool like elements with that. Uh, the whole, like, I'm just Ken song really took off. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. It's just incredible. Hilarious. And, you know, Margot Robbie, I mean, just oh, gosh. her ability to cry on cue, I feel like, is just, she is an incredible actress. Yep, she really is. So that was a fun one. One that I just watched after Christmas that I am psyched about and I want to watch it again. Directed by Michael Mann, one of my favorite directors, Ferrari. Oh, with yeah. Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. It's a it's a biopic, but it's a, about a very short period of time in Enzo Ferrari's life. He he obviously uh, he created Ferrari. Uh, so <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It is it's about masculinity, it's about perfection, it's about the strive for perfection 
for perfection. It's a story about uh, the great lengths at which people go to achieve success and excellence. And uh, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Interesting. All right. I want to see it. Number six, John Wick 4. Loved it. (laughs) Just a lot of fun. If you're not into violence, don't watch it. I'm just going to go ahead and just... Give you the preface. Pretty much the movie. Did you describe yourself as into <laughs> violence, John Mark? Well, if violence is something that you see on screen and uh, it elicits it elicits a certain reaction, then yep. don't watch it. It's, don't do it. It's two hours and fifty minutes. If you've never seen any of the John Wicks, it's a, just a lot of fun and it's just totally insane. All right, Keanu Reeves, man, Keanu Reeves, unreal. We love it. All right, another movie that I just saw recently, The Iron Claw, a true story about a wrestling family, the Von Erichs. So sad, so brutal. A movie oh, about suffering. About a movie about suffering. A movie about disappointment. Um, a movie about a narcissistic father. I mean, uh, just one of the saddest, uh, probably one of the saddest movies of the year. But it's it's epic, Ooh. and and the cast. It's got the guy from the Bear, Jeremy Allen White, Zac Efron's in it. All right, number four. Whoops, <laughs> I just broke a window. All right, number <laughs> crazy. four. The Holdovers, this was like a comedy drama, a dramedy starring Paul Giamatti, directed by Alexander Payne, about a group of college students that are held over. Actually, I don't think they're in college. Maybe it's like a boarding school. I haven't heard of this. A group of students that are held over Christmas break, and Paul Giamatti is the professor that's in charge of them during the break on campus, and it's incredible. Yeah. Hilarious. Number three... Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan at number three. That might be my top movie for the year. Incredible. We went and saw it together. Just a three-hour epic. Totally insane. Number two. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh. The second installment. I still haven't seen it. Did you see that one, John? This is the first movie you've (laughs) listed that I have seen. What'd you think of it? I enjoyed it. When did you have time to watch it, Jonathan? With my children. <laughs> Isn't it so good? Dude, I mean, the first one was great. I knew this one was going to be great. It is done so well. And uh, If you have epilepsy, don't watch it. <laughs> it moves fast. I think they actually warned about that at the beginning yeah, of the movie. I'm pretty probably. sure it does. <laughs> All right. Quickly, number one, my favorite movie of the year. That's right. Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese. Woo! Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Lily Gladstone, Jesse Plemons, Scorsese's, you know, he's 80 years old, and I've talked about it on the podcast already, but it's about the Osage Nation, their their story, uh, how they kind of came to rise as the wealthiest group, the wealthiest uh, nation that, where that town is in the world at that time in the 1920s, and it's basically about how these... I mean, to put it frankly, how these white folks came in and uh, tried to cheat them, embezzle them, even murder them uh, for their inheritances. And it is uh, brutal. It's sad. And uh, I I loved it and I uh, can't wait to watch it again. You can stream that on Apple TV. So it was an Apple TV film, actually. Leo, man. So there's Apple again. Yep. All right. Those are my favorite films. 2023 Great Jonathan. selection. Jonathan, bring us home. Jonathan's got a lot of stuff to watch. <laughs> Luckily, he's got plenty of time. Apparently. Oh, my word. Um, 
No, I just jotted down some different things that happened uh, with at, at Shades or that we did as a community, different things like that. It's a list of a whole lot of random stuff. And so I'll just kind of run through the list. And if y'all want to settle into any of it to chat for a second, we can. Um, others we can just list. So we don't get any like. I feel like this is way less climactic because there's no drum rolls. I'm sorry. We don't know. We you don't need drum rolls. Oh, we I don't, don't need drum rolls. No, I don't Definitely. have any I thought you wanted of, the drum roll. No, no. Maybe the just... glass breaking. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, as a as a body, we went on a civil rights tour with the Colin Hanson yes. to bring Colin uh, up again. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That was that, early on. It was early wow. on. Wow. Yeah. That's what I love about going back and reviewing a year. There's all sorts of stuff that you just. I mean. Feels like three years ago. I know, right? <laughs> nah, man. That was this year. Yeah, uh, what a great tour. Went to our first basketball game. The Squadron. Right. Saw the Squadron. Yes. Yeah. A lot of fun. That was fun. Um, we installed some parking lot lights. Oh, hey. man. We need some applause on hey, that. Hey, that is no joke. Yeah, man. Hopefully there will be more parking lot improvements to come. That's but right. the place is now lit up. Yep. Uh, the kitchen, while not technically finished this past year, uh, it really did kind of move into full swing yes. uh, this year. So we really began to uh, access it and use it uh, for various uh, church-wide functions. Uh, I think mm-hmm. one of the favorites of the year would be uh, the uh, the tacos prepared by Jesse Jesse's Tacos. Oh, Jesse's man. Tacos. People still talking about the tacos. Still talking, still thinking about them. Um, and then using it not just for um, uh, church events, but for the purpose of uh, mission and mercy ministry. <coughs> Christy Crump began doing something kitchen uh, called Kitchen Hangouts, uh, where uh, she would have people sign up. They'd hang out after a Sunday morning and prep a meal that could be frozen, and there would just be tons of these frozen meals that were made available to anybody that needed one, anybody in the body, anybody that knew someone that needed a meal, and all of them got used. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's just incredible. I, I don't know how – I would love to – I need to ask her how many meals that's right. total how many meals have been served. And, Jonathan, I forgot, but the youth had nights where parents would come and cook dinner for yep. the yep. students. Awesome. The Armisteads, I think the Littles did it one night. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Yeah, man. Was awesome. Um, we made our way through a number of different uh, series uh, this past year. So we finished our series uh, when all our lights go out through the Book of Judges, which that's right. Personally, guys, is still one of my favorite uh, journeys we've made as a body um, through a book of scripture. Really loved our time in Judges. Uh, we did a series for Lent called Not by Bread Alone, focused on the theology of the Word of God. We also walked through the Book of Ruth right after the Book of Judges. Uh, and then we just finished up our Advent series, Embodied Wonder. Uh, That's right. And so we're going to, wow, Excuse Brad, me. is my list this boring for no, you? No, it's not. It's the coffee. It's the coffee's wearing off. Oh, my word. Anyway, and so we're about to jump back into 1 Corinthians here in just a little bit. So that's what's going on there. Uh, other things that happened, uh, speaking of Sunday morning sermons, uh, we had a number of guests. I do not have them all listed here, but the only one that needs to be mentioned is the Dr. Robert Smith Jr. We got him preached at Shades Valley. We had to kill 10 people, but we got him. (laughs) No, we just had to schedule him three different times over like a six-year period. I know. Crazy. Oh, man. We had a restaurant open next door, Cantina. 
That's right. Opened That's up right. next door this past year, and there are more new neighbors to come. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Econo Lodge down the road has been bulldozed, and I see them out there working every day to prep that uh, massive lot for development. And there's uh, it's going to be like condos and apartments. There's supposed to be yeah, lofts a, or um, something. Yeah. Yeah. And then two anchor restaurants. There's supposed to be an El Barrio. And a is it Paramount? Paramount. Paramount's yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. So, Pretty crazy. I mean, Lots supposedly they they want to finish the restaurants by the end of this year at some point. So I know that's nuts, man. It's a crazy timeline. We'll yeah. see what that's happens. Right. Uh, we well, had all of our normal kind of stuff happen over the past year. You know, we men's camp out, women's retreat, yeah. all of those kinds of things that were all awesome and spectacular. We had a couple of building things happen this past year. <laughs> so. Uh, we had a power outage. I don't know if you guys knew about that. <laughs> Not that long ago. Kind totally of, forgot. <laughs> I, it was a first for me. I'd been in situations where in the midst of a service, so we'd have like the power cut off and on really fast. Yeah, we've had that happen before. That but happens. like there was a power outage. We thought we were not going to be able to have service at all. Well, and it was confirmed that th- that evening a tornado went down yeah. through Homewood, down Lakeshore, I think over my house, honestly. <laughs> Took oh, a tree and had so insane, but crazy. There's still tons of damage, my so word. we didn't think we were gonna have a service. But yeah, because it's it, very dark. Praise the Lord, it came back on. Uh, uh, that also <laughs> happened to be the same day we were doing the Christmas spectacular. That's so. right. Yeah, we had the return of the Christmas spectacular yes. this past year. Yes. Um, uh, maybe the largest, Probably. most successful spectacular ever. Largest spectacular. I would say our largest Christmas Eve service as well. Just as oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, it, yeah, it felt that way. It felt it was, like it to it me. There, there were a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, oh, other big building things. Sorry, I'm looking at my, my list. We got some we new did. AC units. Oh, man. Did we ever. Yeah. That's no joke. <laughs> the most expensive repair ever. on the building, aside from the roof. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yes. We've talked for years like, man, what if the, one of these things goes under? <laughs> We're going to have to replace one of them. <laughs> man, that's going to be really expensive to replace one. Two Just one. Now. Just one. Never imagine both of them going out and being declared oh unable to use, shut down by the electrician because of legal issues. Oh my word. So, we're yes, very fortunate. At some point, I, I don't think I'm going to share this right now because I think I'm going to save it for a sermon illustration at some point. But at hey, some great. point, I'll tell everybody about the adventure you and I had alongside of Bill Kaler on Christmas Eve concerning the facility. Oh, man. There oh, was another gosh. fun adventure that happened with the facility uh, <laughs> with you and Christy Crump. I had that down as one of my highlights Did for the you? year. Do you want to share it real quick? Yes. To make a long story short... It was the Sunday before Jesse's Tacos, and she was doing a kitchen hangout. She could not get the stove to turn on. So she comes to me at the beginning of the service. I go back there. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, it should be turning on. I don't know why it's not turning on. We finally figure out it's the gas. The gas is uh, not working properly. So we try to figure it out for a second. And so I go, Christy, turn on the gas, and I'm going to go outside and see if it's running in the meter. So she does that. I go outside, look at the meter. doesn't look like anything's happening. I go, well, maybe there's something else by the street. She comes out. She goes, did you find anything? Christy and I are standing by the street. All of a sudden, in the background, I hear, woo, 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 woo. Two fire trucks, an ambulance, pull in to Shades Valley, flying, and I go, Christy, did you turn off the gas? And she goes, uh, I don't think so. 
I'm envisioning the entire kitchen up in flames, <laughs> slowly seeping into the sanctuary. While Jonathan preaches. Yeah, I'm preaching While at this Jonathan's point. I got no clue what's going on. Mass pandemonium. I open up the foyer, run in, and it's perfectly calm. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing going on. It was a false alarm. We had a false alarm. Someone called the police, but there was no issue no emergency, everything was okay, and both Christy and I, having just sprinted 100 yards, made a deep sigh of relief. I loved it. I loved hearing that story afterwards. It was great. Christy and I will always have that moment. Last few highlights right here. Yeah. Uh, one is that uh, we uh, installed our first deacons and deaconesses this Good past deal. year at Shades right. of Community. And that's huge. That's been a long time coming. A lot of work has gone into that, and I'm really excited uh, still to see just kind of how the Lord takes and uses that moving into the future, but just super excited. Um, and another big piece of news that if you get our emails, you already know, uh, we made budget. <coughs> Probably on the most insane finish I have ever seen at Shades. I've seen some insane finishes to the year at Shades Valley Community Church with budget, but none like this year. Uh, Brad made an announcement on New Year's Eve because mm-hmm. it was a Sunday. It's a Sunday, and at the so at the beginning of the day, we yep. needed forty six, forty six thousand dollars to make budget, and by the end of the day. We had taken in $60,000. Yep. Absolutely like insane. $16,000 surplus. That's, yeah. I just, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know how money works. I don't, any of those things. And the generosity of people just blows my mind. Um, totally. And I, yes. And so just thank you to everyone who, I don't, I don't care if you gave tens of thousands of dollars or if you gave 10 bucks. That's right. You know, like, thank you for your your generosity. Um, it funds uh, our missionaries, all of our ministries. Uh, it it funds our staff. Um, it funds our our the building and the facility that we have and use. And yeah, and so just so so appreciative, um, and just thankful for the generous body that's here at Shades. Yes. Um, and so I'll close on a uh, personal note. Brad, I know you've got a personal thing. Jay, and maybe you have one, and we can just close out that way. But I'll just share two of my personal favorite memories, family kind of things from the year. Uh, one is my parents' uh, 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, uh, that's cool. My wife's parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Both of those happened this year. Uh Special memory from my parents, uh, though, is we had bears break into all of our cars ah. um, up in the Smoky Mountains, and they totaled my parents' car. It is a trip I shall never forget. <laughs> um, and then for me, I had a couple of uh, really cool uh, birthday things this year. Uh, Levi turned 14, and I was able to take him to see Switchfoot's anniversary tour of the beautiful letdown. Which That's was cool. Yeah. And so that was that was a really really fun really sweet memory, um, and then I turned forty this year, guys. Man, so that was wow. wow, big, yeah, so big old. four zero. So yeah, lots of other lots of other things um, happened. I got a whole list here of just really cool memories, and I'm just really grateful to the Lord, um, most of all for my wife, 
uh, Holly Hafes. Man, the the rest of my world can be falling apart, and I am so thankful um, just for my marriage to to Holly. Um, but and then just my family and this body, and I'm thankful for you guys too. Hey, Man, we recognize right. uh, this there is what is. I'll end with. Most important, this is what I'll end with. <laughs> We, never mind. I'm I'm not gonna say. <laughs> we recognized uh, both you guys um, in October during Pastor Appreciation Month. John Mark completed ten years this year. Uh, Brad had completed ten years last year, and um, and so the three of us have been together for over a decade now. Crazy. Uh, it is nuts. Um, and I'm just ever so grateful to the Lord um, for the last ten years and for for both of you guys. Really am. I appreciate mm. that. I'll just leave it real simple yeah. like that. Yes. I love you both. Thank you. And for you. Uh, that was one of my highlights was celebrating 10 years here at Shades Valley. Uh, I was kind of surprised when it happened because my parents showed up that Sunday morning and I, I had it. no idea what was going on. I thought they just wanted to come visit Shades that just morning. Pop they, in. Have, they, they go to a church down in Westover. And, uh, I didn't even didn't even register. Like, oh, maybe something this happened. We had today. a guest pre. It was Doctor Genelette too. I, yeah, was, I was really thrown off. Yeah, there was a lot going on that was uh, interesting. But uh, that was I felt felt loved by the whole community, by the body here at Shades. Ashley and I uh, love Shades dearly and love you all and your family so much. Uh, really has just been uh, a life changer for us since we stepped foot inside of this building, uh, just from relationships and the growth, the personal growth that both of us have been, went through. We've grown our family. Our family uh, has grown since we've been in Shades. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, just uh, would, would not be the same uh, if the Lord had not uh, led us here to this place. So very thankful for the both of you and mm. uh, love you dearly and love Shades so much. Um other highlights from the year real quick. I know, Brad, you want to go, too. Jonathan probably has to leave soon. Um, <laughs> we went to Jamaica this year with some of our neighbors. That was a Whoa. fun kind of big trip that we got to go on. Uh, that was really, really fun. Got to do that over spring break. Went on a great beach trip with some family. My my kids love cousins. They love their family, extended family. And so we went on a trip with cousins this year for the summer. It was That was really awesome. We got... Two cats and a dog this year. Crazy. <laughs> Bruce. My word. It went from one cat, Amiga, that we got through a friend of a friend, and then it went to, oh, let's go to the Humane Society so Amiga can have a friend. So we got Groovy, and then a few months later, it was like, well, let's go ahead and get a dog, too. So we got, we got Bruce Rickenbacker. Um, so, yeah, we are, we are a busy family right now. There is a lot happening in our household. Wow. So, yeah, a lot going on. Insane. Um, and obviously, I just, you know, love my family, love Ashley DeRoe, and all the adventures and things that we get ourselves into and uh, wouldn't do it with anyone else. So just very thankful for our health right now um, and uh, looking forward to uh, a fun, uh, exciting 2024. Wow. Well, Bradford, to, bring us home. To end in the spirit of gratitude, I got to go on sabbatical this past year. Yeah. And so thank you all to Shades who, you know, you didn't really have any say in it. It just sort of happened and <laughs> we were told about it. But I am very thankful for Shades in a church that allows its pastors to take a sabbatical. It was a huge, huge gift for Jordan and I. 
This past year, I also graduated with a master's in clinical wow. mental health counseling and started my journey to become a licensed professional counselor. And so wow. that was huge. That was about three years in the making. Started seeing clients at Calvert & Associates. Got to continue my ministry here at Shade, which I'm so grateful for as a pastor, but also get to expand it by doing uh, counseling and with a private practice. So very, um, very grateful for the ways that the Lord has provided. Very grateful for the people I have in my life at Shades, at Calvary Associates, my wife Jordan. So yes, ending with gratefulness. Because one thing the sabbatical showed me is that there is no place like Shades Valley. Mm. And that is for sure. But what makes Shades Valley Shades Valley is the people not the programs, not even the pastors, even though the pastors do make Shades Valley, Shades Valley. But to really emphasize the P and people, it's the people. The, the pastors P are included as part of the people. So if you break it down that way. Then like it a is big the, P, little P then it situation. Is, yeah, it is the pastors. That is part of it. So I retract it, pastors, but it's not programs. It's people and pastors. It's people and pastors that make Shades Valley, Shades Valley. Oh, well, th thank you for enduring uh, another year of our shenanigans. Uh, we've enjoyed, we, we've been doing this for three years now, almost three years. Yes. We started in 2020, uh, yeah. right before the pandemic happened. Crazy. Who and thought we would be this comfortable? <laughs> Is there a rest of that sentence? Nope, that's all. That's it. Oh, I mean, the fact that people are still we, listening. We should go back and listen. We should go back and listen to the first I one. I don't want to. And just how I, probably rigid. I think it's so bad. I don't were. even want to. I mean, yeah. There was no theme song. I don't even, I can't, I can't even go there. Well, thank you for no enduring with us round. another year. There was no lightning round. You know, we're going to hit episode 200 this year, guys. I know. I know. It's 200. coming. Wow. We're not going to do anything special for it because that, that was a lot last time when we did that. Maybe we just let the wives take over. Finally. Yeah, hey, maybe maybe hey. that could be. That's a good idea. I like oh. that idea. Uh, we got some fun stuff planned this year for Shades of Midweek. We've got some interviews lined up already that we're excited about. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's going to be another great year here at the podcast. We're pumped. Yeah. Jonathan, do you have anything else you wanted to add? That's it. I'll let Brad close it out. You know, here at Shades Midweek, we're by the people, for the people. <laughs> oh, my God. I shouldn't have let him close it out. I should have known he couldn't do it and about and, uh, and about the people. Your rights, your liberty, your freedom, and your protection has always been a priority. Vote Brown. <laughs> Email us. Midweek at ShadesValley.org. Tell really us about... with your mouth trumpet. <laughs> tell us about your 2023. We want to hear... What were, the, what were the highlights for you? What were the top books, movies, shows, um... Uh, what restaurants did you eat at? Let us know. Tell us. Where do you get your haircut? Favorite politicians. Know. All these things. <laughs> A year in review by you. <laughs> Email us midweek at shadesvalley.org because here at Shades Midweek, you're part of the conversation. conversation. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. <laughs>